diehard Eagles podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Merch Store. Use the promo code NFCBEAST for 15% off. Active until the Eagles or Giants lose their next game. And make sure to enter our World Series Prop Contest. Winner gets $200 cash and a $200 SGPN gift card. Enter today exclusively on the SGPN app. Welcome, everyone, to the Die Hard Eagles podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I'm your host, Sean, second Monday Green, with our fellow diehards, Rob and Justin. According to AJ Brown, the real season begins now. Eagles 6 and 0 got the Steelers coming up. Before we get to that, let's hit on uh, a little of the, uh, a little, uh, I don't know, just the season as a whole. Justin, I saw a mathematical model that there is a 1% chance. That the Eagles both win the Super Bowl and have the number uh, one overall pick. What do you think the reaction would be in Philadelphia if that somehow happens? I mean, that would be amazing. I mean, first and foremost, you know, winning the Super Bowl. I mean, I could go on and on about how exciting that would be. Uh, but also, I mean, just the the thing there is the fact that if we had the Saints uh, first overall pick, I mean, think of what, you know, future Hall of Fame GM, Howie Roseman might be able to do with that. I think he'd be able to secure, you know, a couple first rounders in the future for us by trading down. Um, and man, he can work wonders with those picks. So I'd love to see it. And it's actually, I mean, it's been great to be undefeated so far this season, but it's also just exciting to watch, you know, the Saints each week and and uh, see how high this pick can get for us. Yeah, it is fun to have a team to root against besides uh, the Cowboys, Giants, and Commanders. So it's it's nice to add the Saints there in that list. Rob, we are a QB factory. If we had the number one overall pick, does Howie still draft a quarterback? No, I think clearly, uh, assuming things trend the way they are, um, I mean, you could get a a ransom for that first round pick, especially this year, which is seen as a, a high. Um, you know, QB year, you know, what I would love to see is maybe trade with the team just even a few spots back and, you know, pick up one of those elite uh, pass rushers, the guy from Alabama, who for some reason I'm blanking on his name right now. Um, Sean, I'm sure you would know who it is. Um, Checking it out. Uh, There's a guy from Georgia that's pretty high up. Will Anderson. That's who I was thinking of. Oh, yes. Um, Yes. Although he's kind you know, of a linebacker, but he does rush the passer a ton. Or no, they they have him listed as an edge rusher. So you're right. Yeah, I mean, if we're top two picks, we could definitely take uh, Will Anderson. Yeah. So I mean, regardless, I I think you know that's one of those things you could really leverage whether you trade back further out of the top ten or whatever. But I mean, you could get uh, multiple first round picks, and and we could just keep this train of first round picks rolling. All aboard the first round pick train. Uh, it was rumored that uh, the Eagles were in on Christian McCaffrey. It sounded like they only offered a third round pick. I don't know. I mean, 
I wouldn't give up a ton to to take Christian McCaffrey, although Brian Burns, pretty good pass rusher from the Panthers. He's supposedly still on the on the trade block. Justin, what are you giving up for a guy like Brian Burns? Like could come in, rush the passer, maybe give the Eagles that last little bump they need on their playoff run. Are you, are, what, are, you, are you giving up anything? Maybe the later first round pick? I mean, that's a tough one, honestly. I, I guess potentially the later first round pick, but from what I heard, right, they won at least two first rounders, or at least that seems where the discussions are starting. Yeah, maybe, but then you got to pay the guy, right? And And the fact that you know, we seem to be talented at that spot already. Yes, maybe he could put us over the hump, but we are undefeated so far. I don't know if he necessarily is the guy that actually gets us to the Super Bowl if we, uh, you know, pick everything apart and look at it. So I don't want to give up a first round pick for him. Uh, do I think he's super talented and, you know, he could help us out? I, I agree, but I don't know if if that's the guy you want to go for and uh, especially give up, you know, our first rounder, even if it does end up being, you know, 32nd pick. Yeah. I mean, for me, he's the only guy I'm considering. I wouldn't do it for both first rounders, but if you're saying like the later first rounder and the third, I could, I could be talked into it because again, you know, Brandon Graham getting up there, Derek Barnett, obviously out for the season. Hassan Reddick's been good, but like, who do we have as the other stud uh, pass rusher? I mean, Josh sweat, I guess they paid. He's, he's had some moments. I don't know. I, I could, he's the guy that I could talk myself into a trade for Rob. Are you pulling the trigger on Brian Burns? No. Um, you know, this is a tough one. Cause I do think it's a position that we could upgrade. I actually I don't think we're totally fine there. I mean, I think we're we're competent there, but we're not elite on both sides. So I do think he would make us better. My fear is, you know, we have we're going to have to pay Hertz. Sean's uh, already up to like a five hundred million dollar (laughs) guarantee. No, I signed him early. What do you mean? Uh, (laughs) Yeah, we (laughs) nothing that I signed him in the octo, you said. Um, (laughs) No, but in all seriousness, I am a little starting to get a little worried about the cap. Um, you know, we're going to have to pay Hertz Burns is, you know, going to get a huge deal. Um, now how he's always been great with the cap. So maybe I shouldn't even care, but, um, I would almost rather get a, use these first round picks, get some young rookies that, you know, are on that rookie wage scale for a few years and freeze the money up to, uh, you know, sign some of these other assets. Yeah, we got a couple guys on one-year deals too, right? Um, yeah, Bradbury, CJGJ, um, right? Bradbury, Isaiah White, said, so. who's been playing really well. I, um, yeah, TJ Edwards. I think we may have to sign. Like there, there are a number of people, especially on the defensive side, uh, that we're going to have to sign, and the Hurts deal itself. Uh, like uh, Rob pointed out there, uh, it, really impressive though, Justin, that Rob went through that all that talk about the defense and didn't uh, slander Jonathan Gannon <laughs> at all. There was yeah, no surprise he did say, yeah, he was just going to make him worse. I, I was assumed he would have wanted to trade for Brian Burns, and then you don't have to worry about Jonathan Gannon messing it up. He just <laughs> the guys could just rush the passer. Don't oh, please decide. First when, of all, he'd probably <laughs> drop Burns back and cover. Cover oh, that would be the worst. <laughs> Uh, you know, we're going to use him where he's best fit scheme wise. Uh, Talking, looking at the NFC as a whole, it's crazy. The Eagles are now over on win bet plus 200 only to win the NFC. 
it's really been a crazy year with so many of these quote unquote good teams or, or teams you're worried about. The Rams are down the, the 49ers sub 500, the Packers sub 500, the bucks leading their division right now at three and four. The only good division right now seems to be the NFC East of, of the giants and the Cowboys. Now the commanders are hanging around three and four. And honestly, most of their losses have come in division of the giants and the Cowboys. Are we actually starting to get more worried about the giants than the Cowboys? Justin, I'm not personally. I mean, if you look at the talent on both teams, yes, the giants are winning. They're, they're winning it despite the fact that they really aren't that good of a team. In my opinion, I think Dayball's doing a great job, uh, but Daniel Jones, I mean, eventually, right. He's going to turn into a pumpkin. This cannot last. I don't know how it's lasting, how it's going. Uh, But you look at the Cowboys. I mean, Dak is still a good quarterback. I mean, I wouldn't say he's great, but he's very good. Um, And then they have Micah on the other side of the ball. And he kind of he makes teams work. He makes teams scheme against them. And he does have the ability to, uh, you know, take over, take over a game at times. So I I think it's definitely the Cowboys. You got to keep an eye on still over the Giants. Um, There's no doubt that, you know, the Giants, they're they're coming around. They look good and they're winning games, but I, I still think that somehow they're going to go through a losing streak this season. Taking a quick break to talk about win bet. That's right. Bet big win bigger with win bet. Just go to sports slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. Again, the hundred dollar free bet. You got to get in on it. And if you're a Jersey Eagles fan, of course, hit up the win bet casino, hundred percent deposit bonus up to $1,000. And if you hit the biggest parlay of the weekend, you can join the win bet biggest winners club. That's right. Whoever hits the longest parlay on the win bet uh, odds wise gets a thousand dollar free bet. That's right. Oh, so many ways to win sports gambling podcast.com slash win bet to get started today. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. I'll see 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough win bet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And hey, we're also brought to you by uh, YouTube, the Sports Gambling Podcast YouTube, giving you a chance to win a jersey of your choice, either an autograph Lawrence Taylor jersey, boo, or a Brian Dawkins autograph jersey. Yeah, contest is completely free to enter. Just subscribe over at youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast. Comment on a video. Each video is a new chance to win. Uh, turn your notifications on so you don't miss SGP contacted you when they pull the winner. And of course, make sure you get in on that World Series prop contest exclusively on the SGPN app. And we're back on the Die Hard Eagles podcast. You know what? I'll I'll counter it. I'll actually say I'm kind of more worried about the Giants. The reason being, we know what we have with the Cowboys. We've seen this Cowboys team blow it in the playoffs. We've seen Mike McCarthy not know how to manage his team. We've seen Dakota Rain Prescott uh, be injury uh, injury prone. Uh, We've seen them have issues with their offensive line. This Giants team, I, I think, is just. I don't know how they're doing it. They're continuing to win. And Dable, I think, is is really getting the most out of the team. He's he's getting a chicken salad out of chicken shit there on the offense. And I I just I, I don't know what to make of them. So I think in a weird way, we haven't seen this Giants team in this iteration completely blow up and fail. And in a weird way, I'm more nervous about them than the Cowboys. Rob, 
break the I'll just counter you, Sean, though. We have seen the Cowboys with Dak blow the Eagles out, right? Yes. Um, yeah. So, you know, that remains a concern to me. I, I, I think it's still the Cowboys, but the Giants are getting very, very close. And I agree that Dable seems like a really good coach. He certainly has them on the right trajectory. It just feels like they've had a couple very lucky wins that cannot be sustained yeah. for the whole season. Now, maybe that's just a sign that they're becoming a good team and they're pulling these out. But I think long term, I am more concerned about the Giants. But for this season, I think it's still the Cowboys. Yeah, it's getting interesting. And I I didn't mention it on the group text, but um, the the uh, Giants, uh, the Jalen Hurts versus Daniel Jones QBR bet right now uh, because of the win and because Jalen Hurts was on by Daniel Jones is actually ahead of him in QBR. I'm hoping this, <laughs> I know don't don't let don't let our friend know. Uh, he still hasn't figured out what QBR is or where to check the QBR stat. So I'm, I'm banking on that. And maybe I'll have to Photoshop something at the end of the season. If it gets close, uh, interesting stat so far from the season that we're going to get to preview in the uh, game against the Steelers. The Eagles have scored 112 points in the second quarter. That is, uh, I think that's most in, it might be in NFL history this far into a season. It seems some of it is kind of fluky, but some of it seems legit. Is it is it something to be worried about, Justin, that we're scoring all of our points in the second quarter, not as much in the second half, not as much even in the first quarter? I mean, I think it's a little bit of a concern. I, I think there is something to be said about getting ahead on teams early, you know, and then they have to play from behind. Um, it, it's certainly helping us out. Um, it seems to be helping the defense out too, because then teams are more prone to pass. You can, you know, select certain defensive alignments and whatnot um, in order to, you know, help the team out. But with that said, it is still a little bit of a concern that we're not putting up points, especially a, a decent amount of points when it comes to the end of games. You would like to see that. Some of that comes from having the lead, but still um, you want to see, points on the board, no matter what quarter it is. And for some reason for us, it seems to be the second quarter. Yeah. I mean, like uh, against the, in that Cowboys game, there was a, a touchdown scored, like literally the first play in the second quarter. And it easily could have been the end of the first quarter. So some of that I think is fluky, but some of it I think is, you know, maybe just good offense, like two minute drill stuff, you know, finding some momentum, uh, maybe even just a little bit of adjustments from the first quarter. So I, I guess I'm not the second half points. I'd still like to see a little bit higher, but I'm not, I'm not super concerned. Rob, where are you at? Yeah, I talked about this, I think a lot last week and, and I'm concerned. I, obviously I'm not concerned that we're scoring a lot in the second quarter. That's great. Let's score as much as we can. But my, my concern is the inconsistency then in the second half and, and how few points we're scoring in the second half. And I think I talked about last week, you know, that my fear is that teams are adjusting to us and we're slow to then readjust coming out of the half. So I, I do think it's a point of concern, especially as we get to this tougher part of the schedule. Um, we need to be more consistent. It's a four quarter game. You know, I like us jumping out and getting these big leagues because, you know, I think there's been a couple Eagles teams in the past that yeah. have started slow and we were second half teams. And, and that's more frustrating. I mean, you don't want to play from behind 
Um, so I certainly would rather be the team that's up 20 going into half. But, um, you know, we've made we've let a couple games get a little too interesting and, and we need to be more consistent. Yeah, I mean, I think two things. One, I think this defense is built to play with the lead. Um, the way they jump balls, the way they 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 get on some of these uh, receivers. I think I think if we were, um, you know, playing from behind or losing time of possession, I think it would be. I, I don't think our defensive stats would be as good. And I and to your point, Rob, I think Gannon might get exposed more. I think the fact that we're playing with the lead allows us to get more of a pass rush than maybe we normally would, and really kind of cut loose. And I, so I, I think it's good from that sense. And the fact we have such a dominant offensive line, I think playing from the lead obviously suits this team and, and I'll, I'll take it as, as far as uh, yeah, they're six and out, like yeah, you can't really bitch that much moving over to the Pittsburgh Steelers game. Right now, the Eagles are favored by 10 points over on win bet against the Steelers at home coming off the bye. I like this as a nice get right spot for the Eagles offense. I think they're going to, not that it was really out of kilter everywhere, but I, I, I do think uh, they're going to challenge them down the field a little bit more. I know they hadn't been as aggressive uh, passing the ball down the field. So I think this game, we could see some deeper shots. I think there could be some opportunities uh, against this uh, Pittsburgh Steelers defense, which has played okay at times, but I think this is kind of a tough spot for the Steelers. I could see them having a letdown spot after a tough loss in Miami. I think you're going to bring in some wrinkles here. So I, I like the offense to really be able to move the ball on this Steelers team. I think the, the, the key for me to winning the game uh, as far as the offensive side is getting the ball downfield, taking a couple deep shots, getting back to that, uh, that we saw earlier on in the season. Justin, what do we got to do on offense? Yeah. I mean, I hate to sound boring, but I, I was trying to look it through, you know, look at some stats and see, Hey, is there an angle we can take to beat this team? And I think it's, it's more Sirianni special with fundamentals. I mean, take care of that football, um, have a, balanced attack and I think we win this game um stay within ourselves because I honestly don't see us losing unless we do something out of the ordinary or play sloppy football or you know get overly confident so uh, if this kind of goes back to AJ Brown tweeting right the se- the real season begins now yep and I think he's right you know don't take anything for granted stick with that dog mentality and uh, play your opponent yeah, no, I mean, again, if we don't turn it over, I don't see how this Steelers team gets in the game. And we'll get to that in when we switch over to the defensive side. But Rob, any matchups you're looking at, anything you'd like to see the Eagles do offensively to take down the Steelers team? Can't overlook them. I, I, I mean, I, I, this is just one that don't overcomplicate it. This is, look, mm. they're not a great football team, and you can't overlook anyone. You're right. Anyone can beat anyone on a given Sunday. But um, they're just not a good team. We're way better than them. So I, I don't think you need to make it overly complicated. I think we come in we you, and, you know, we just whatever game plan we want to come up with, hopefully a balanced game plan, have some run and and get the route wide receivers involved. I mean, I, I, I don't think it's much more complicated than that. Quite honestly, I don't there's not a specific matchup and I won't pretend to be an expert on the Steelers, but as I sit here now, there's not like one matchup, the Steelers defense versus our offense that like scares me coming in. Right. It's not like Mika yeah. Parsons of the Cowboys that you're scared of and, and you got a scheme around. I, I think this is one that 
we're a better team and we just need to go out there and play well. And we should win this game. Yeah. I mean, Minka Fitzpatrick, I think is a playmaker uh, on the defensive side for the Steelers. But again, I'd like to see us get the outside receivers going, you know, get it to AJ Brown. That guy is unguardable. That's my biggest beef with the offense right now is that they're, they're almost not getting AJ Brown enough targets and they're still obviously getting him a decent amount, but I just keep giving it to AJ Brown. That guy's just unguardable and he's such a big frame. I feel like hurts. Even if he tries, he can't miss him. Like sometimes those throws are a little bit off target, but still AJ pulls him in great yards after the catch. And I just think so hard to stop. Uh, Justin, what about the defensive side? What do you, uh, what do we got to do to shut down this uh, Kenny Pickett led offense? I know they don't have much going on offensively, but what are your concerns? If any, I mean, I do think that they do have, you know, some solid wide receivers in that core. Yeah. So I think it does come down to the secondary and, you know, making sure they're blanketing those receivers as much as they can so that, you know, you can't make it easy for Kenny and you can allow, um, you can allow the defensive line to do what they do best. Um, so I, I'm going to say that. I mean, you got to be able to shut down those receivers. Um, what is it? Devontae Johnson. And then you got Claypool and then Pickens is there as well. So um, they got talent. It's just whether he could get them the ball or not. Taking a quick break to talk about no house advantage. No house advantage is player props mixed with DFS. That's right. They're pick them contests where you simply pick over and under for your favorite player props. You can win $250,000 in cash. Are you kidding me? You can also test your skills versus the house. Go five and zero with your player props and you can win 20 extra entry. If you hit all your picks, bet up to five player props can over unders and not only NFL, they also got NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA, even NASA. Car, just go to nohouseadvantage.com, use the promo code SGPN. That's nohouseadvantage.com, promo code SGPN. Download the app on the App Store. Uh, first deposit match up to $25. That's right, nohouseadvantage.com, promo code SGPN. And we're back on the Die Hard Eagles podcast. Yeah, and, and I think honestly, uh, Fryermuth, the tight end at a Penn State, yeah. he's, he's the guy I'm most concerned about because, again, I think our our safety position is probably the weakest spot on the defense, which is, you know, it is still pretty decent. Our our outside cornerbacks, I do like their matchups, even though, to your point, Pittsburgh has a strong core of receivers. To me, the game plan for taking out the Steelers is very similar to what we drew up against Jacksonville, like. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the Jags got out to that 14 nothing lead. Part of it was that obviously that pick six that hurts through. But other than that, like once they started bringing the heat on Trevor Lawrence, he couldn't handle it. And I think Kenny Pickett uh, is kind of the same in that regard. I think if we blitz Kenny Pickett, he's going to turn the ball over and, and that's how he succeed. Rob, what about you? Uh, what do you want to see besides uh, Jonathan Gannon fired right before the game? What do you want to see out of the defense? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I just think this is a game you probably got to come in and, and really just respect the pass, drop back probably 10 yards with the CBs, drop Reddick in coverage. Um, no, I, just <laughs> the pressure on Pickett. He's a rookie. Um, he's got a lot to prove. I think you blitz him. Um, you don't have to be dumb with blitzing, but just keep the pressure on. And, you know, we have good cornerbacks, I, I, I think. Um, you know, get some pressure and you can probably get a turnover or two. And, um, you know, I, I think that's the key to the game from my standpoint. Anytime, you know, generally my formula is if you're playing a rookie QB, um, get pressure on him. He's going to make some mistakes. 
Yeah, no, it sounds simple, but you know, don't give him the, usually the game is coming pretty fast at these rookie quarterbacks. So if you force him to rush any sort of decisions, it's going to take like a real, you know, a veteran quarterback to beat the blitz. And I, I don't think Kenny Pickett has that in his toolkit quite yet. Rob closing it out. What is the final score and who is your Eagles player of the game? I'm going to say final score is uh, 34 to 10. Um, I think we win pretty handily this game. And I am going to say the player of the game is going to be, I'm going to say Reddick. I think he has a uh, sack turnover. Like it. Yeah. Reddick was my guy uh, for the, uh, for the Cowboys game. Wasn't quite the right spot. Justin, what about you? Final score and player of the game. I'm going to say 30 to 13. Um, I was going to say Reddick because I thought in coverage, he was going to get a couple pick sixes, but I'm going to change it now that Rob picked. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, I'm going to say my guy's going to be, I I think Slay's going to have a good game this time. Uh, Another good game in him. Um, I say he gets at least one interception. Um, so he's going to be my player of the game. Okay. I like it. I'm going to say, you know what? Let's go big. I'm going to say 42 to 24, Oof. a lot of scoring, a little bit of back and forth and garbage <clears throat> time for the Steelers, but the player of the game for me, AJ Brown, three touchdowns for AJ Brown. Big dog is going to eat come Sunday. And like you said, the real season starts today. Let's go. Give us a follow on Twitter at DieHardEagles52. Check out all that sweet, sweet Diehard Eagles gear in the SGPN merch store for the Diehard Eagles podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green for Rob, for Justin. Go birds. Go, go birds. birds.